Survivor Boy. Wait, no. Survivor Boy. That's, that's definitely not it. This is a podcast. It's called Survivor Boy. That's not the name. Nope. Nope. Survivor Boy. No. No, that's not it. What? what? That's not the name. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's, it's Tally the Votes, another Survivor podcast. Oh. Welcome to Tally the Votes. Another Survivor podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm Frankie, and alongside me, I'm Rachel, and we are here to start our journey into the Survivor podcast world. Yeah, and I'm very excited about it. How do you I feel? I am too. I'm. I feel nervous. Okay. I've never recorded a podcast before. You're already like a podcast veteran, so I feel like a little intimidated, I mean, but also it's, comfortable that like you're guiding me through this. I mean, it's only thirty episodes. That's of a lot. the other podcast, which. <laughs> It sounds like a lot, but it's really not that much. And I feel like I'm always like the passenger on that podcast because I let Sal kind of yeah. to guide it. And now here, I know. Okay, let's go right into the our Survivor background. Right, right. We're both n- newer to Survivor. Yes, you're a little bit more new than I am. Yeah. Okay, so back during like when the lockdown first happened during COVID. That's when I started the Survivor binge. Mm-hmm. And I ran through... Like, perfect time to start a binge. Yeah, it was perfect. Didn't what else work. are you doing? Just every day. Right. <laughs> every was day. Watching, I was watching... <laughs> I mean, I was knocking out seasons in two days. You probably looked and smelled like all of the contestants yeah. on Survivor. Yeah, legitimately. Yeah. Like, I was losing weight. <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't showering. Just watching Survivor. And I'm glad I did, because it was amazing. Yeah. And then I came... This is when I was living in Florida. Right. And I then came you to came, New Jersey, mm-hmm. stayed with you and Sal, and made you watch a season of Survivor. So I was trying to remember, was it season 28 that we watched first or Kageon. seven? It was that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Frankie, you, wait, mm-hmm. I don't know what, whether to refer to you as Frankie or you. Uh, whatever you want. Whatever okay. you feel comfortable with. I don't think it <laughs> right. really matters. It doesn't. I think they'll get it. All right, so you came to stay with us for like a month in mm-hmm. what was it like? It was August. It was August. It was last August. Oh so yeah, coming up on we were a year. moving. That's yeah. so crazy. Coming up on a year. Sal and I were moving, and you were helping us. And yeah, those nights you just wanted to, we, we all just wanted to watch something mm-hmm. different, and have fun, is... relax in the living room, and you suggested Survivor. Yeah, because I was getting close to the end of the Survivor binge, so. I followed the guidelines of Tom Scabelli, who is a barstool personality who um, is a diehard Survivor fanatic, <laughs> and he wrote this blog about, hey, during lockdown, you should watch Survivor. So that's really what I was like, all right, I'll dive in. Like, I need something to watch. I watched The Office 40 times in a row. Yep. It's like, I need something new. Right. And he put out this, like, comprehensive list of, like, the best way to watch it. And he picked out, I think it's like 26 seasons, maybe. Of the best picks, because now there's like 40. Yeah. Yeah. So like you're not watching all 40, and you're watching a lot of the ones, and he sets it up so like, as we both know now, like in Survivor, they do a lot of those seasons where we have recurring people from past seasons. Right. And his list sets it up in a way that we cover, like you get to meet most of the people who come back. Um, So I was getting towards the end of that binge, and I was visiting, and in that binge he talks about season 28 and how if... If you just got to show a season to someone to get them into it, you go with Kageon. Kageon right. just gets... All new players, yeah. 
and the and, and the, the gameplay is amazing. The gameplay is great, and it's from the there's, beginning. And there's not too many. Excuse me. There's not too many like weird things that get get introduced in Kageon. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's not like there's a lot of stuff going on, and it's just from from the jump. I mean, everyone it, is playing yeah. to win it. Oh my! Yeah. And Tony. And Tony. Tony's Come the best. Come on. He's gotta the best. Love, gotta and love Tony. Also, we're from New Jersey. So, so like, yeah. We know Tony. We know Tony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we may not know Tony, yeah. but we know Tony. But well, we know Tony. Yeah. He's a cop from... Wait, was it Newark? I thought it was Elizabeth. Maybe Elizabeth. But either way. Either way. It's... We know Tony. We know Tony. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't want to give any spoilers. Now, we'll have to follow... We'll have to do that season. Now, to be minute. fair. Yeah. After we watched Kageon, you... I think instantly went and watched. I told you to Pearl watch Pearl Islands. Islands. Yes. Okay, so you watched Pearl Islands. Now, what did you think of Pearl Islands? So, because now so, you're going way back in time. You're going from like a, a more modern season. It's right. what you would what they call new school Survivor, and now right. you're going back and watching. Which old is how many Survivor. years prior? That's got to what, like ten years? Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, so it looks dated. It looks dated. Even just, like, the production of it is just the budget, you can tell, mm-hmm. is much lower. The strategies but, are very different. Yes. Yeah. And there, it's more focused on survival of the I island, do miss I that, think. by the way. Yeah. Like, I miss that in, like, the newer Survivor. Like, I like the survival aspect of, like, you need to fish or you're not going to eat. Right. Yeah, I agree. Because some seasons, when they jump right, like, it's first episode feet on the island and they're like okay will you be part of my lines it's like yeah. hold on hold on hold on you, you, gotta, gotta, like, you gotta let you it gotta go, find yeah. the water you gotta yeah. you gotta try you to make survive. some survive and like, you gotta bond and then yes. make those alliances i hate Correct. when they just make alliances right off the bat just like hey do you want to be in an alliance yeah like, you because don't know they're that just person. trying to cover their butt you yeah I, I wouldn't play it that way but, i always say like if i was on it yeah. i would be just i would try to be as much as myself as possible yeah and not even be talking about alliances just let the alliances find me, and like I can take which ones I would. Because that's I how you really trust. get someone to trust yeah. you. You're personable. You share things yeah, with them. Like it's the, not like, just running like running up to, like, hey, you wanna. But it works for some people. Yeah, it works for some people. But like, yeah, I agree. But anyway, 28 first <laughs> season we watched, it was great. <laughs> and Survivor, like my, I had never watched Survivor before. Not even like I don't even watch a lot of reality TV. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Other than, like, watched, the Great British Bake Off or, like, I think I watched one season of, like, America's Next Top Model. I watched Survivor when it was on TV originally. When I was, like, I don't know. Maybe I was, like, six years old. Like, seven yeah. years old. Like, young. Yeah. So I don't remember anything from it, but I remember I watched, like, a season or two. But it's been around for so long that so I already long. had an idea. Like, I knew some of the, like, terminology... Like, you probably know who Jeff Probst is. Yeah, no. And the only Jeff thing Probst Jeff Probst has ever done is be the host of Survivor. Yes. It's not like he's like this well-known actor outside of no Survivor. Was like, he ever? We should talk about that one day. I want to look into that. Like, I'm pretty sure he's he have... just the Survivor. He had to do something before that, though. But like maybe like small things. I don't think he's. I don't know. I've watched interviews with him where he kind of talks about like how, like, it was that like it was like Survivor or nothing basically. Yeah. Like when he auditioned for it, he was like. I need this role. Because like, he just felt like so attached to it. It's Which, thank clear. God. I mean, yeah. he's perfect. I know, he is. Wait, but what were we talking about before? We just went off track. I don't know. I don't know either. Wait, oh, uh... well, we watched Kageon <laughs> together. Yes. To try to get you into it. Yeah. Then you kind of went on your own to do Pearl Islands. And then... 
At that point, were you hooked? Or you were still Season like... Season 28... Oh, wait. I know what I was saying. I already had like an idea of Survivor in my head because there's so much like pop culture references to it. In the office, they reference it a lot. Yeah. And so I already knew like form alliance, whatever. Um, so actually seeing it was a cool experience because I just felt like I grew up hearing so many references to it and I could understand them, but I'd never actually watched the show. But anyway, 28 was great. Set the bar real high. And then we watched Pearl Islands. I think you said that like there are some really great characters on yeah. there, which there are. So you have like Rupert, mm-hmm. Sandra, who else? Um, Johnny Fairplay. Johnny Fairplay. Uh, is that where what's her name is? Is uh, wow, what's her name? The Boy Scout girl. Yes. What? Uh, Lil. Lil. Is she from that season? Yes. Yeah, she went to the end with yeah, Sandra. She's, she's the worst. She's the worst. Okay, I don't like the, Lil. In the beginning, this is an anti-Lil Survivor <laughs> podcast. Yeah, if you're pro Lil, like don't even listen. Um, I'm anti a lot of like I don't know where Lil like, and that's what's weird is like I don't know. I'm not as connected to the Survivor like fandom worlds. Like I don't know how they feel about Lil. I think they're pretty positive. I don't like her. I maybe I have to go back, but in the beginning, I remember the beginning of the You like her. Yeah, the show, I like her. She's the outcast. She's partnered up with like that, some other wimpy like, kid yeah. who's endearing and you kind of feel bad for them. She's on the outside and she's wearing a boy scout uniform. Yeah. Like, like you just oh, feel bad for this woman. She's, she's a mom. Adorable old woman. Gets voted out and then she comes back, and then which she is a crazy twist. The and then she worst. was so annoying. Yeah. And then she made it to the end. She does like the whole woe is really me routine. Undeserving. Yeah. Um, so the end of, I feel, but I don't want to get hate. Wait, can we talk about who won these prior seasons? Are we going to? Yes and no. Okay. I'll say if we're talking about seasons before season like 19. So like season 19 is Samoa with Russell. Yeah. So anything before that, I feel like you can talk to, we can talk about winners and okay. stuff. But like Samoa and on, I'd rather not. Okay, got it. That because makes sense. I think one... If we want to go back and watch things. And then two, I don't know. If someone listens to this podcast because they like us, and they're like, oh, I want to go back and watch Survivor. Right. So, yeah, season seven, um, I enjoyed. Rupert was a great character. I was kind of disappointed at the end. I, I didn't, I don't really like Sandra, which. I'm a Sandra fan. You like, yeah. I know, I like her person, like I like her as a person, but, but just I just don't, don't like, like that won. she won. Yeah. But that's the that. game. And I think that was really, after watching season seven, I didn't watch it for a while. And I think it was the end, like, result. Because in season 28, I really enjoyed who won that season. I felt like mm-hmm. they, it was totally It was deserving. deserved. You were rooting it for It was great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we go to season seven, and in the end, we have Sandra and Lil. And then I do think it, that's kind of the beauty of Survivor. Exactly. Like, is that I didn't, there, some seasons you're going to get a really deserving winner. Some seasons right. you're going to feel like the winner got screwed. So then when you get back into it, what was the season where you were like, all right, this is it. This is hooked. And now you've watched – how many seasons have you watched? Now? I don't know. Okay. So, yeah, I I watched those two seasons. Samoa? I was always working. You definitely watched Samoa with Russell. Yes. Did I watch that back – I think you kind of maybe watched that back too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. Which is crazy that, that you watched 
Kageon and that season and still weren't like, eh, I don't need to watch everything. Every single season. Um, yeah, Samoa was fantastic. Another great yeah. villain character, yeah. legend. Samoa is one of my favorites. We'll do that. But, oh, no. You know what? Gosh, I'm messing it up. It was after Samoa that I was disappointed because that winner was so undeserving uh, yeah. that I was like, why do they why do they choose the winner this way? Yeah. Tribal count, like, they shouldn't decide. This there's is dumb, no way that's to watch. The game. I really don't think there's a way to watch Samoa and be like, oh, that person should have won. That was really yeah. frustrating. So it wasn't, it actually wasn't season seven. It was Samoa. But I will say, I will always give a little bit of a benefit of the doubt to, like, maybe. When there's like a winner that I feel is undeserving, I try to give a little bit of credit to like maybe it was just edited that way. Maybe when they edited yeah. the show, they took out a lot of parts for the person who won where it would have showed why maybe they were deserving. But regardless. That was disappointing. Yeah. And I thought it was stupid that whatever the you had a bit bitter jury <laughs> yep. who chose this winner. And I think looking back, I kind of just accepted that that's the way you have to play the game. Like, you have to consider yes. your jury. Yes. It's, it's a, a huge part of the game. Right. You can play balls to the wall, screw everyone, lie as much as possible, go all out in challenges, get yourself to the final. But if you don't manage your jury, you're not going to win. And that is a part of the game. Is right. that you know when you get to the end, it is in their hands. I think that's hard to accept when you're first watching Survivor. Because yeah. you're like, this is you watch, BS. You watch, yeah, you watch the whole thing. And you're like, well, wait, that person shouldn't have won. Right. But, yeah. that, but that is the game. That's the and game. And I know now, I feel like I can finally call myself a Survivor fan. Yeah. Where in the beginning, I really wasn't. So yeah, I was working during COVID. So I didn't really like binge it too much. But then I had a baby three months ago. Maternity leave. Sitting at home, new moms know, sitting at home, breastfeeding, doing nothing else. Perfect time to watch TV Perfect shows. Perfect time to just binge anything. So I chose Survivor. Okay. And I got and that, real into it. And that brings us to basically today, where we were, I mean, we were constantly talking about Survivor. And they're like, hey, we should just have a podcast where we talk about Survivor. Right. One, because I already have a podcast, so I'm a little bit more comfortable with it. Right. And I love talking Survivor. And I think there's still a market for Survivors. Survivor podcast. I know we're called Tally the Votes, another Survivor podcast because there's like 8 million Survivor podcasts, but this is the one. Yeah, this is the If good you want to listen to a Survivor <laughs> podcast, this is the one. Now, neither one of us have, wa- have listened to any other Survivor podcast, no. but I can say... This is the best one. This is the best one, right? So... Come on. As we lead up to... We obviously didn't get a new Survivor season during COVID. So the last Survivor season that aired was Winners at War. And you didn't watch Winners of War. No. Okay. It's great. It's a good season. We'll probably get to it eventually. Yeah. So, leading up for the new season, which will be coming out, and I'm assuming September. We don't have an official date yet. I figured, let's go back. Let's watch. Let's pick a season to break down. We'll watch an episode a week, and we'll talk about that episode. Right. I chose a season that, one, you haven't seen yet. Right. And two, is one of my favorites. So I chose Blood vs. Water, mm-hmm. which is, I should know what season this number is. I think, was it's it? It's 27. Okay. And that 27. was the next one on the list. I'm also watching that. The Barstool, uh, what's his name? Tommy Smokes. Tom Scabelli. Yeah, you're watching his Yeah, I'm wa- I was watching it in So that you order. were getting to, to Blood vs. Water. This was the very next one. And I think it's one of my favorite seasons. It's probably in my top five. It's not the favorite. I think I think we both share the, a favorite season. 
heroes versus villains? Did you is that? I or are you still really, like Kageon? No, I love Micronesia. Yeah, Micronesia. I've already really watched good. it twice, Micronesia and I'm like excited. Really we need to cover because that the, one day because I, the people in that. That's what makes a good Survivor season is oh, if absolutely. you have good people absolutely. or a really interesting dynamic, and that's why I like Blood vs Water so much. But hero versus villains, like I think that and Micronesia are like close. I don't know which one I love more. And sometimes I do get almost fatigued at the returning players. But at the same time, I look back at, like, what are my favorite seasons? And they all happen to be, like, good returning player seasons. Because, yeah. listen, sometimes in a season, these no-name people just become, like, kind of stars in this survivor universe. Yeah. And it's like, you just have an affinity for that person. Like, oh, I want to go see that person play right. again. Because, like, it was fun to watch them play this game. And there's some prior drama. To, there's yeah. some, yeah, like, prior alliances you're thinking from previous seasons. It makes it a little bit more complex and... The gameplay is good from the beginning because yeah. they all are know what they're doing. So, is there anything else we want to cover before we dive into episode one mm. of Blood vs. Water? Um, no, I don't think so. All right, so let's get right into it. Yeah. Right into it as we're 15 minutes into this podcast. <laughs> That's good, though. We had, like, a good intro. Okay, so in Blood vs. Water, we are, we are given... So now there are two Blood vs. Water seasons. The but second this is one, the first one. This is the first one. Yeah. The second one is good, but this one is, I think, better because it's returning players. So we get 10 returning players, and then we get 10 of their loved ones. Right. So let's go through the, the list of the returnees. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So from Pearl Islands, we had Rupert and then his wife, Laura. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So instant <laughs> thoughts right off the bat. You like Rupert. Okay. Love Rupert, but, like, I... I... He is kind of annoying to me, yep. but in a lovable way. And his wife, you I've seen so many times when they bring your, when yeah, they exactly. bring your loved so ones to go. That's what's interesting about her is like, she's not really, a, she's not a new face. You've she's seen not her unknown. before. You've seen yeah. her multiple times because Rupert usually gets pretty far. He gets to that episode where their loved ones come and you see Laura comes out and he breaks down. They kiss yeah. like way too long. And I, well, after we go through and we get into the episode, yeah. there's something I definitely want to talk about with Rupert. Okay. It's <laughs> so annoying, but... He, yeah. All right, so then from season one, Borneo. So that cracked me out. They're both yeah. wearing tie-dye. Both wearing I tie-dye. was like, great. Good. I'm glad they're here, but they're so... They're exactly. A little annoying. Um, we also have from season one from Borneo, Jervis and his niece, Marissa. Yeah. Which I thought is interesting that... His loved one is his niece. Like, I, I want more info into that. Like, I would love to know, like, what that relationship is. Because, like, I look at it like, like, me and your child went on Survivor. Like, how... Like, how close are they, actually? Yeah. Like, and, and they seem close. In yeah. the little bit, but... Um, now, you watched season one in the rewatch? I did not. I actually it? skipped that one. I know that's All in right. his list, but I was... That's fair. I didn't watch that one. So, Jervis is kind of new. Well, he's new to you. You don't know who Jervis is. And he's a professional athlete? No. Oh. No. Oh. You thought he was a professional athlete? Wait, it's, I think it's just because he was Brad, wearing... Brad Culpepper is a professional athlete. I thought there were but two. But he's wearing a he... Philadelphia Eagles shirt, yeah. so you were just like, oh, he plays for the Eagles. Yes. <laughs> no. So, no. Um, I just want to throw that out there. I do not watch sports that often, <laughs> so that's, that's why I thought but, he was a professional athlete. No, Jervis okay. is from season one, and I don't remember how far he makes it in season one, but... He sucks. He makes it the merge, and 
I'm actually a fan of Jerry's. He makes okay, all right. I am a fan. This of is Jerry's. my like, only like impression him. of him, yeah. and I thought he was a professional athlete. And, so maybe my and as we will get into as change. we will get into with this first episode, Jervis does not have a strong first episode in the no. season. It's bad. Um, but my opinion's a little different now that I know that he's not a professional athlete. So then, what I think is interesting about this is we have three returnees from the same season, One World. I so because I have watched Blood vs Water before. I know these characters from this season, but I also never didn't watched. watch One World. Oh, okay. So when I first watched this season, I was like you. I don't know who these three people are. Who are those? So that is, we have Kat, who's with Hayden, who was on Big Brother and right. won Big Brother. Right. Which I think is crazy that, like, to win Big Brother and then, like, come to Survivor. Like, that's pretty cool. It is cool. I have to tell you, I don't know anything about Big Brother. Survivor and House. Oh. It's like they compete in challenges and then get voted out. And you have to be the last one living but in the house. But you're in a house? You're in a house. That's Big Brother? Yeah. So you have to like live together. Oh. But you, it's not survival. It's just like social. Okay. All right. Um, then there's also from One World, Colton. Yep. And his fiance, who is Caleb. Okay. So there are there are only gay couple on this, on this list, which I think is good. Like I think it actually... I know in the newer seasons of Survivor, their big thing is diversity, and this is before... They do the diversity thing. Right. So, like, it is nice to get, like, a little bit of uh, diversity in there. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Monica and Brad. Culpepper. Oh, the Culpepper. They're from one. Yeah, okay. That's the professional athlete. He's the professional athlete. Okay, got it. And he cracks me up. I think he's hilarious. Um, So, those are all basically new people to you. Yeah, I don't really have that much of a... no opinions. Well, except for Colton, because this first episode, he, he already... Yeah. He's yeah. made an impression. Yes, he has. <laughs> um, and then from Samoa, we have Laura, and she brings her daughter, Ciara. Yes. Ciara? 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 Okay, Ciara. Do, you, do you have opinions on Laura from Samoa? Because um, if you remember in Samoa, like, I don't want to, again, I don't want to give too much away from other seasons. Right. But from Samoa, I didn't like her. I gotta be honest, I don't remember. You don't, you don't even she's remember. She's not really, yeah, she's and not Russell, memorable. Once, like, I think it's maybe the merge, and, like, Russell, like, goes after her. And that it's, I do remember. Yeah. Um, but I don't know okay. much more than that. Interesting. Um, her daughter looks just like her. Then we have a returnee making, like, I think this is her third or maybe even fourth appearance, and it's someone that, I to this day, I still don't understand. Candace. I don't know how she keeps getting asked to come back. She has Candace, Candace, Candace. <laughs> she has I no personality. Stand her. Yes, she has no personality. Yeah. She's just like a wet blanket. And I'm sure she just keeps coming back. She just keeps coming back with new men. Yeah, I don't know what Why is everyone in love with Candace? I don't know. And I don't know what the survivor producers see in Candace that they're like gotta have her back for doing another season yeah i don't know i are there a lot of candace fans are we gonna lose i don't think right so now? i don't maybe there She's are just so i'm not i'm not anti-candace no, no i'm just like Why? very indifferent just like i mean we're a little anti-candace i am a little anti <laughs> yeah no i was i was confused by her return and um yeah okay then we also have tina and her daughter katie now Tina's from Australia. Australia. You haven't watched Australia. But I know... But you know Tina from another returnee season, right? I No, I've never seen her, but I just know that she and Colby were up at the end. Okay. And, yeah. Okay. So there's actually kind of like a lot of the returnees that you don't really know, which yeah. I think is fine. I still think it sets up a great uh, season. Um, from Exile Island, 
Aris and his brother Vetus, mm-hmm. which I love Aris. Aris is one of my favorite characters. Really? Yeah, wow. he's just, I just like the way he played the game. He just, just seems like a really good dude, like genuine and yeah. not a total piece of shit, so. Yeah, I, I wasn't, I didn't love Aris. I think because he was playing with Terry at the time, who right. was just killing yeah. everything, and he, I felt like he was very deserving, but... Aris was also a great player. Yeah, I liked Aris a lot. That was with, and he was with Sari. And then, from Token Chains, with his girlfriend at the time, although I do believe they are married now, Tyson and Oh, Rachel. I thought you were going to say they're broken up now. Tyson. Tyson probably... Tyson might be my favorite player of all time. Really? I love Tyson. Really? He cracks me up. He is he's, funny. Like, I, I just think, like, you need a player who's funny. Like, yes. it just helps in situations that, like, get serious and, like, you have someone who's just, like... It's funny you say that it. because his introduction was Tokachins, right? Yeah. Am I... Tokachins? Tokachins. 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 And he, like, one of his first um, talking head, he says how he wants to be the funny guy. Yeah. kind of, like relieve some tension make people laugh make people like him so and it's weird because like in token chains i actually didn't like tyson that much mm-hmm. when i first watched it i didn't like tyson that much. i think he was fine heroes versus villains i really liked tyson then in blood versus water i liked tyson and then i went back and watched wait, token he... chains wait was he yeah he wasn't here versus... yeah oh right yeah right. he's and got he... the so Vote, if you if you have out yeah <laughs> That's one of the greatest. It's a great moment. And they mention they even mention that in Blood vs. Water in this first yeah. episode of Blood vs. Mm-hmm. Water. But he famously votes himself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tyson. Oh God. So, so that's good. our that's our cast of, of characters. Okay. Now, s- episode opens up. Everyone's with their couple, and they have to spend the night alone in the jungle mm-hmm. before they meet on the beach the next morning. Right. And they're split up. Did you see the split up happening? Did you know they were going to be playing against each other? Did you think they're going to um, play with each other? I figured they'd be split up. Okay. Actually, it was funny because when Jeff Probst like made that announcement that they're going to be playing against each other, when there were some couples that were surprised by that, I was like, "Why are you surprised by that? What, did you think you're going to be playing together?" I could see maybe like they always want to make it. That the producers like send it out like. Hey, we're we're doing a season where you get to play with your loved ones, and it's like they build it up, and then as soon as they get there, it's like just kidding. I feel but like I that know. was a given. I I just feel like obviously you're gonna play against them. Yeah, which seems unfair because you have a whole tribe of people who are either have done it before, won before, done it a couple times. Yeah, that is such a huge advantage in yeah. the game of Survivor. Just knowing how to make fire. Knowing how to build shelters. Right. All of that stuff. And that helps you win challenges and gets you ahead in the game. And then the other tribe is just, okay, you maybe know a little bit because it's your loved one and you've probably watched their season. You've probably talked to them about it. Right. But you don't know how to do it until you're in that spot. Right. Absolutely. And so. And we see that when they go to the yes. island. Like, the returnees, they have a fire they within fire 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Like, build a shelter. Who's getting the water and meat? Like, they have it all figured out, whereas the loved ones, um, they're, they can't get fire. They're, like, a little bit more clueless. And it is funny to watch. And, again, like, the way this episode works is 
you obviously spend a little bit more time with the new players because you watch them interact on their on their camp. But it's so funny to see how they're instantly in like the alliance mode, and then the other tribe is like not even worried about the alliance. Right. It's like the alliances will figure themselves out. Right. We have to get fire. We have to build shelter. Exactly. So. But All yeah, right. in that introduction mm-hmm. too, when he's when he tells them they're gonna split up. They introduce Redemption Island, which yes. is something that's completely new to me. Correct. And you don't even get to see it in the first episode. It's introduced, but we don't actually see... Well, I guess we see Redemption Island, but we don't get the duel. Right. Yeah. Sorry if I jumped your time. No, no, you're good. That's fine. Because um, that's what they, they talk about, Redemption Island. Yeah. And I guess if you're going to open Redemption Island, you need people to go to Redemption Island. Right. So they do that by instantly... Each tribe has to vote somebody out, right. which I love. I love when they do something like that where it's like, all right, welcome. Someone's going home. Like, yeah, instantly. Immediately, you're an outcast. And you're doing it basically on looks and or it, feel. Also, that's got to feel so bad because no one's talking about it. They're no. all just, this is all just based on just their like, first impression yeah. looks. And a lot of times, they all vote for the same person. Isn't like, that's that gotta feel, Okay. Yes. I... I've watched this season before. Going back, watching it, I'm st- I was still in shock of like, how does everyone vote Laura? I don't know. How but do they know in, to vote Laura? But even in previous seasons, they do that. They do that in Tokachines. Yeah. And most of them voted for the same exact people to yeah. vote them out. It's kind of there's got to be an awesome study and like psychology and like how humans work. Yeah. That like there's something that we pick up on that they were like, this girl's got to go. Now some of it might just be like, well. Rupert might be one of the most recognizable survivors of all time. This is his wife. Get him, get her out. But regardless, they all pretty much voted for Laura. I think everyone yeah. voted and for even, Laura. Yeah, and even the other side, they all like half voted for Candace, half voted for yeah. the it was other. Yeah, split between Laura. two people. Yeah. Um, so, so Laura right. gets voted out, and Candace gets voted out. They're going to Redemption Island. Right. And then Jeff, obviously, there's going to be a twist. Right. Goes into his speech, and then this is where I want to talk about Rupert. Like, before Jeff even gets out his sentence of, like, do you want to switch the position with your loved one, Rupert's halfway to him. Like, right. I'm, I got he's such a it. hero. And this is where it starts, like, Rupert's just, like, I like Rupert. He's, he's a great character. But he's just so, like, such a sap. Yeah. When, when Jeff, like, goes to ask him, like, I don't even know what Jeff asks him. But Rupert, like, cuts him off and goes, time after time after time. Yes. I will do it again for my wife. And it's like... He... Yeah, I know. I... Not so to, dramatic. Not to talk about previous seasons again, but you got a lot of that side of him in Heroes vs. Villains. Like, he yeah, really he, took... He bought the, into he, the hero thing. He was like, I yeah. am a hero. Yeah. Like, I am a hero gladiator, <laughs> and I'm going to fight this I battle righteously. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And... By the end of that season, I was like, okay, Rupert's kind of annoying. Still like him. He's a great character, but... but, but as a little a per- bit annoying. Yeah, he's yeah. like a little weird. Anyway, he really plays into that hero character thing. And obviously in this season, he still believes he's a hero. Because he stands up for his wife. He's going to trade places with her without even hearing this, the end of yeah, it. Yeah, like this big, like... In, it's, I don't think he does it for, like, the, oh, look at me. No, I think that's... But, but part of it is, like, there's a lot, like... Yeah. It kind of does come off those, like... Oh, look at me. Look how courageous I am. I feel like he has to live up to how he's played in the past, yeah. too. Like, he, yeah. he now has set that self, set himself up for that. And 
But when you're just analyzing it as like from the like analyzing the decision, I don't think it's a good decision. Rupert legitimately, anytime he steps onto an island, has a great chance to win the game of Survivor. Right. You're instantly throwing that out for your wife. And I get it. You just traveled all the way here. It's your wife's first time. Right. She you she deserves a chance to play. But she got voted out. That sucks for her. I kind of have to ask, too. Because mm-hmm. I haven't seen Redemption Island before. I think they introduced that in a prior season that I haven't seen. Yeah. So just to understand it, um, so two people are voted out each day? No. And then they have to battle? Okay. So Redemption Island's weird because when I first watched it, that's I kind of was like, Oh, like, like you just win a duel and then you you get back in. That's not it. And you'll see as the season goes. But So what happens is, so it's Rupert and Candace there right off the bat. And then whoever gets voted out that day, which we will get to, joins them at Redemption Island. So now you have three people there. They compete in a duel. The loser of that duel is done. They go out. The two people that like win... They just go back to Redemption Island. And you just keep going back to Redemption Island trying to win to survive. And you, it's not until, like, I forget how many people are left, but it's not until, like, almost halfway through the season where it's like, all right, this duel is to actually get back in the game. So if you're the first person there, you have to win a lot, which I, I do think that's a flaw in the system. Because if you're the, the – if you get voted out right before they do the duel to get back into the game – you're technically the most fresh. Like, you're you're in the game. You only have to win one duel, and now you're back in. Right. So I do think there's a better way to do it. So they're not going to be with the rest of their tribe until like halfway until, through the yeah. season. Yeah. See, I didn't I didn't really fully understand yeah. it when you introduced it. Yeah, I didn't it. think so. Wow. Yeah. So the fact that Rupert just willing, I mean, willingly trade places without. Fully yeah. understanding. And that's the other thing is like crazy. I don't think he knows that. Like, there's no way the players know. He's stuck there. You can't socialize with anyone. No, so then when you're, you're just come, stuck with even that if you one make person. it by some miracle, you win all those challenges. You make it to you're, the merge. Now you have you're probably gonna be the first no one. No ties out, with anyone, yeah. especially if your loved one gets voted out. Yeah. Wow, that's a huge disadvantage. Yeah. So they're gonna stay there. Okay. Got got it. Okay. So then, John, Candace's no. husband. <laughs> yeah. This. There he. Yeah, do you want to talk about it? Yeah, sure. So they go and talk about it. He's like, you should go. <laughs> I love it. I love it from him just being like, fuck, uh, like, I'm staying. Like, we're, I'm playing. Like, I'm right. not going to Redemption Island. Like, you got voted out. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, I, I it was a little you, bit sweeter than that, but. It, it would. It, I feel like they tried to make it seem like it was, they discussed it, and that was what they came to decide. But if I was Candace. I'd feel pretty crappy that my husband left me in Redemption Island when, when Rupert just made this gallant, you know, move to trade places with his wife, and then your husband's like, you got this, right? You can I, beat Rupert? He was like... One of the best I, competitors. Yeah, like this very strong man. Yeah. Like, you, you got this, but honey. to be fair, like, I do think... Like, if it was anyone but Laura... So Rupert went and did this like courageous thing. Then it wouldn't have looked that bad for John, because like I don't think many people are making the switch. Obviously, Rupert. It was just because it is, followed Rupert, yeah. right? 
And I actually, again, same thing. Like I thought Rupert's decision was a poor decision. I thought this was the right decision. Like I think John, on a tribe of all new people, as a strong male, has a good chance in this game. Right. Whereas like Candace returning, she's she's made it kind of far in seasons, but never really that far. She's made the merge a couple times. But like, I don't really think she's like a threat to win anything. Right. So I think it's a good decision on that part. And it's crappy what Rupert did for his tribe because he was really strong, and now he's giving he's trading places with his wife, who's never yeah. played the game. Oh, and that's the other thing. Yeah, it's when like, he comes back, they're not gonna. It's want... not like Laura gets back in the game and goes to her old tribe. No. no, now you're on a tribe with all returning players, and now it's like you're the odd one out. Right. Like you're instantly a target if you lose that first challenge. Absolutely. It's very easy to vote off the girl who shouldn't even be here on our tribe. Right. Yeah. Who has no prior experience. So again. And- I think it's a terrible decision on Rupert's part. Yeah, to but of course he did that. Of course. And vice versa. Like, if John and Candace switch, and Candace goes to a tribe of all new people, she's not a target at all because you. Well, I guess she might be a target because you're like a returning player. But at the same time, it's probably nice to have someone who has a little bit of experience to help you guys out around. Camp. Right. Right. But I, I think as a player, John made the right move to stay where he is. Um, I just feel like if I were in Candace's yeah, spot, I'd like, feel slight. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, if Sal like told me, you got Rupert, right? I think yeah. you have a better chance of beating him. Rupert, that guy? He got him. You got him. You've done this before. I'm going to stay with my friends. The only other thing that I thought was notable from this beginning portion is the answer that Brad Culpepper gives in regards to like mm. competing against the loved one. Yeah. About how, hey, if we're competing for a tarp, I want to win that tarp, but at the same time, like, me winning the tarp is taking it away from Monica, like, my wife. Right. The looks and stuff that he gets for that answer, I think, is ridiculous. I think it's a great answer. Absolutely. And he even explains himself, I'm I'm answering truthfully, like, we're not, I'm just... I'm not saying I'm going to throw a challenge. I'm just saying, like, this is what's on the line, like... And That's why the producers made it yeah, this way yeah. to and then have people, this sort of conflict, and then like they look at him Marissa like he's crazy. Like, I don't want him on my team. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, they're all going yes, through this. This is why yeah. the producers made it this way to make it entertaining and hard for you. Yeah, all. I always feel bad because like that answer is great. It's a great answer. It's like yeah. exactly what they're looking for. Yes, absolutely. and then everyone's like, ugh. Yeah. And then he, later on, when we get to camp, he like tries to apologize for it, and even his apology was received like no one really said anything. They're like. Yeah, I know. It was weird. It was weird. It was also, I don't think answer. he even needed to apologize for it. No. Actually, he doesn't technically... He doesn't, like, really apologize. I think he just kind of explains himself because then there it cuts to, like, a talking head with um, Marissa mm-hmm. who says that he doesn't apologize. Oh, yeah, so yeah. She's she makes not a point okay like, with it. He it didn't was, apologize. Like, he doesn't need he doesn't to apologize. He doesn't have to apologize. No. Yeah. He's saying something very... I guess not for you and your uncle, but for the rest of everyone and their loved ones, that's got to be some sort of conflict they're having. Yeah, right? It's a huge conflict. Right. Right. Like, if I'm doing well, great for me. My really bad husband, for the person I love on the other side. My person I love is, yeah. yeah, and could possibly be voted out. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I do think it's a weird, which is why I was curious about, like, the uncle-niece dynamic. It's a different dynamic than, like, a loved one or a brother. Like yeah. the like the Aris and Vetus one is kind of cool, because that's like a true rivalry. Like right, they have a weird. They we'll kind of want to beat like, each other. Yeah, they want to beat each other. So like, it's fun to have all those different dynamics. I just think the niece and the uncle one is like a little like just falls flat. Like what? Like, but I guess we don't really know we don't what know. their relationship yeah. is. 
Like, for all we know, like, they could he could really... legitimately be, like, a father to her. Right. Because who knows? Like, in a previous season, Sandra, her uncle, her was, uncle. like, one of the oh loved ones. And, and they have, great... yeah, and they have, like, a really beautiful yeah, reunion. Yeah. And you can tell that they're very close. I guess we don't really see that between uh, Marissa no. and, what's his name? Jervis. Jervis. Yeah, even on the boat coming in, like, yeah, they're, they're just sitting like, separate just from sitting, each other. Yeah. So it's a little weird. Yeah. Um, so then we're at camp. Yes. So now I have a few things written, but for the most part, we can kind of go wherever you want to go with this at camp. Um, I, I'm i just looking at my little notes, and I had to laugh when Laura totally embarrassed herself trying to open a coconut and like yeah. almost cut open her hand. And at that moment, I felt bad for her. She's surrounded by... Survivor, Survivor experts, pros. basically. Like, Horus yeah. has a win under his belt. Tina yeah. has a win, win under her belt. Like, you're not with just, like, any old returnees. And now you're Rupert's like wife in your tie-dye yeah. shirt, almost cutting off your but hands. you're not Rupert. Yeah. And Aris says it. Aris goes, man, we'd really love to have Rupert here right now. And I don't even think Aris meant that as, like, a slap in the face to her. No, but he just really good. meant it. Like, man, it'd be great to have Rupert on this team. Especially in the beginning when you're trying to make Shelters. Shelter and fish. Like he's he's so good at that survival yeah. aspect in, yes. of it, which is so crucial in the beginning. Now you don't have it. You have a brand new mm-hmm. person who's has no experience at all, and it's very telling when she tries to open a coconut. I, know, I just was like sad. cringing for her. I was like, oh poor Laura, this is so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh Laura. I think it was like ours that came up. He was like, "Oh no, you're gonna do it like this." Yeah, like he was like, uh, <laughs> like "Let's let's get your hand out of the way." Yeah. <laughs> you have a machete. It's sharp. You're swinging it at your hand. At a at a circle at a, a round a coconut. round coconut. It's gonna slide off. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. What so, else you got? Um, Colton. Okay. So yeah, I have no prior knowledge of him. And so what I put on my list was Monica and Colton. Because Monica makes it a point to be like, I don't want this to end the same way it did at right. One World. Like, he really hurt me. I have absolutely no context to that. Like, I don't even know what that means. And I thought about going back and watching One World, but I don't really care that much to, right. to know. I'll just assume Cole. He even says it too. That he acts like crazy He said in like, mean. yeah, in his first season how, or not his first season, but the one prior to this, he was... A jerk. He backstabbed people. He was really mean. He wasn't helpful around camp. Like basically said that he was the worst. The worst. He's like, yeah, I was like the worst. Player. So he, yeah, he said he doesn't want his tribe to lose because he thinks he'll be the first one voted out. Now I knew he was a jerk from the beginning without even having to hear that because he's wearing a sweater around his neck. Why is he wearing a sweater tied around survive. his neck? Why he looks Although, like a preppy? Not for nothing. I actually love that just because I just think that's a smart way of now you're on the island and now you have. An extra layer of clothing at night when it's That's cold. True. Like I always said, if I was on the show, I'd wear like underwear, basketball shorts, sweatpants, mm-hmm. tank top, t-shirt, sweatshirt. So like you kind of have all Layers. of your yeah. I mean, you know what? You changed my mind. Yeah. It's actually a smart move. It's a smart. But track. he just looks like such a. He looks like a little. But, prep boy yeah, going to like a sailing club yeah he does look it's exactly what he looks like he's going to the sailing club <laughs> yeah. which is crazy because caleb looks like a little mountain man yeah. his fiance and then colton around so later on mm-hmm. they're sitting by the fire it's now like nighttime of day one i'm assuming yes colton is talking about his struggles of being gay and in the south and it's this like really like kind of sweet moment of 
like vulnerability and he cries and everyone's there to comfort him yes and then we go to the challenge and we get to see the other side <laughs> the of Colin. Other, yeah because you're thinking like okay he's not so bad he's changed like maybe he we was don't a know jerk what, in the past we don't know what he was like but, but we he's just a saw jerk. him show some vulnerability maybe i like colton and then we get to the challenge where i think it's cat so yeah. him and cat are sitting next to each other in the boat now the challenge is pretty basic survivor challenge yeah. You go paddle in obstacles somewhere. in some water, get in a boat, paddle back, puzzle. complete a puzzle. Right. They can't figure out the 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 returnee tribe cannot figure out how to paddle. No. And Colton Which you would think they'd be better at. You would assume. Than the yeah, They probably the had movies. a paddle before. Right. And Colton is I think Colton's getting yelled at by whoever's in the back of the boat. I don't know who it is. They they basically yell at him that he needs to put more effort yeah, like, into pow. it, like do do it harder. And then or he something. takes out his anger on Cat sitting <laughs> yes. next to him. Yes. And it goes, "I'm gonna hit you with this paddle." Yes. Right? Is that what he says? Yes. Except I'm gonna hit you with this effing paddle. Yeah. And then she like takes the paddle out of the water and like sits back and she goes, "Oh hell no!" Yeah. And like she's like done. Like I'm not gonna. Paddle but it's really anymore. nasty. Yeah really nasty and so like it's not funny no it's not a funny moment um so we see that other side of colton that he's been talking about and that who was it cat no who had the prior season with him that monica Monica. well and cat they were both all three of them were on one world together yeah i can see why they didn't like him in the past yeah just from that and by the way to our podcast listeners we do have a baby we do as our as a little guest so if you hear any little coos and goo goos and gagas Mm-hmm. We got a little little baby present. Yep, our little girl's here. Well, Sal and my little girl. <laughs> um. So, the challenge, the returning people are getting absolutely dominated. Yes. And then we go to the puzzle, mm-hmm. and the puzzle sets up really cool because you have the two daughters versus the two mothers. Right. Like they, it was a really cool like face off. Like the the two daughters knew that they were good at puzzles, knew they were going to be going knew that their moms them. were going to yeah. volunteer to do the puzzles. And back at their tribe or their own <clears throat> island, they were kind of like... We're better than our yeah, moms at puzzles. I, yeah. yeah. Like, there's a little competition there. And they thought they were going to be better than their moms. And instantly, when it comes time for the puzzles... They choke. They choke so hard. They have such, a, they have such an advantage. Say what you want about Laura. She's so smart. I don't know if you even caught why they did their puzzle so much quicker. No. So she puts the little centerpiece. So the, the puzzle is like the little ship wheel that you got to build and then turn to raise the flag. She puts the little thing in the middle of the ring to start and just builds one arm. Because once you have one arm built, now you get to take it out. And all you have to do now is just make bars that are that same length. Oh, see, I, I didn't catch up to that. And that's just, I think, something you get from being a returnee. Like, right. I, like I think it's just experience you get from being in the game. Right. The, the like, the daughters... They fall... They're they, just They fall fumbling, victim to the pressure. They fall victim to the pressure big time. Yeah. And they're just kind of fumbling over pieces, trying to figure out how do we get these I, the right I way. feel so bad. In every Survivor season, you know, you have that group that's trying to work on a puzzle and there tends to be, like, just one person that doesn't even know what to do. Like, I have no they're idea They're just, like, to... touching pieces yeah. and they're not helpful. That, yeah, was, I, I felt... that was Katie. Katie yes. was bad. Yes. She was bad. And their moms dominated. Dominated. Even though they were behind on time. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Which is why the puzzle is always like the great equalizer. Like it doesn't really matter how much, how well you do in the physical part. If you right. don't have a good puzzle maker, it's very easy to just lose all that time. Right. And that's exactly what happened to them. 
And, like, I don't doubt their abilities to make puzzles. Like, if they were sitting at home and you gave them the puzzle, I bet they'd be great That's at it. That's a lot of... Pr- they're, they have TV... They have uh, cameras in front of them. They're probably dehydrated. Remember, they they're don't have fire. They right. uh, They really haven't had water yet. Right. So, like, there's a huge disadvantage, and then yep. they just get absolutely massacred. Yep. Oh, wait. Real quick, I just want to go back to before the challenge. Not a big deal. Brad Culpepper spearheading... The All Guys Alliance. Yeah. We talked about it before, about how, like, as soon as you hit the ground, like, just start going after alliances. I don't typically like. I actually do like, though, that he was just, like, just went after all the guys, spearheaded it, and, like, will this stick? I think it's smart. I think it was a good play. Um, and so he we, felt like he needed to do something yeah. because of his initial comment he made about his wife. Yeah. He didn't want everyone to turn against exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah. And so we'll, then, s- we'll see if those alliances stick. Exactly. The guys versus girls. We shall see. And I feel like the guys versus girls alliances are always so fragile. Like, it doesn't really take much for, like, someone to jump ship in those situations. So. Yeah. Um, so, the challenge ends. Uh, Jervis sucks in the challenge. He can't swim. Yes. I thought he was he a can professional swim. athlete. Yeah, no. He can't. <laughs> he cannot swim. He was like, His struggles to swim and Aris has to save him, which really slows them down. It's why they have such a, a hard time. And even climbing the crates. He he was like taking a full-on yeah, breather as if there was no there's competition. No, there's not even a challenge. There's no no one's being timed. Your whole team is not depending on you. Just You just take your minute breather. And then, it, and then he they come back. Into the oh, water. he belly flops into the water. Yeah. Takes him forever to get on the boat. Oh, man. They're behind. Then they win the challenge because of the puzzle. Yeah. And he has the balls to be the biggest gloaty. Right? Yes. He's, wait, I, I wrote it down. That's how you do it. He's saying. You didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. You guys would have won by a landslide if you would have just right. been somewhat okay in this challenge. You only impacted your team negatively in that challenge. Yet you are gloating so much, talking so much crap. To your niece over on the other side. So, yeah. Competitive jerk is Which what, we will find is out what he kind of looks like right in now. a little bit. But, like, does that have an impact on, like, do your actions impact the future of your loved ones on this season? That's something we've never seen before. I feel like from the first episode, it kind of looks that way. Um, and let's see. I think that's about it for the challenge. Then we go back to camp, yeah. and we get to see them kind of pre-tribal, who they're thinking. And so far, it looks like they get back to camp. The guys are instantly, like, together. Like, hey, let's just get rid of one of the girls. Right. Now, in this moment, who do you think, Who's your? what is your gut telling you who's going home? I thought Katie. Okay. I thought it was going to be Katie. Fair. I think it's very she fair. Was really she was the worst the in the challenge. Yeah. And that's who I was kind of expecting, but I also knew that Marissa was Marissa, in trouble. Yeah. I do also want to say, I was surprised by how many um, survivors really shared their like nitty-gritty past on the first episode. There were like three of them. Uh, what's his name? Colton did when he yep. cries at the fire. Sierra... Yep. Who shares about how she was Being a teen, a teen mom, mom, how it affected her mom, yeah. disappointed her. I remember and... thinking that too in Samoa, because like Laura talks about being a grandmother, and I was like, she looks too young to be a grandmother. Yeah. And then it makes sense. You're like, <laughs> You're like oh. oh, your daughter was 16. That okay. makes a lot yeah. of sense. But yeah, she does that. And then Vetus, 
With his story. With yeah. his story. Now, too. I do think this is another thing that might just be like a product of editing. Like, you have to remember, you're on an island for 24 hours. So like right. there's a lot of downtime. Right. Yes, yeah, so you got to build a shower, a, a shelter, a fire. Like you're most of this game is just hanging out and talking. Yeah. So like it's pretty. I think it is pretty easy for them to like get into like these these details. It makes sense. It, it totally makes sense. Also to from me. a strategy standpoint too. But see, I I have seen a lot of survivors in the past with strategy in mind, with like not talk about their past or like lie about their past just so that they can give a different impression to the tribe. But we've seen it with like professional athletes who don't want to be known as professional athletes. Right, and Russell concocts this whole story about how he doesn't have money and how he survived like Hurricane Katrina. With his dog. With his dog. Like, like so, he makes up. People are like actresses. They don't want people to know that they're yeah. wealthy or So you're right. Like it that. is interesting to see an, a season where so many people are just the first episode, they're super like, honest. Yeah, they're very everything. honest yeah. and open. But also it makes sense because you're showing your, your vulnerability. People yep. are more likely to trust you if they know that. Definitely. Like your backstory. Yeah. Now what did you, what, what are your overall first impressions of Vetus? telling that story because we know Aris and like Aris does kind of come off as this like kind of golden boy yeah and now you get to I almost like see Vetus. as why he's a golden boy because like I mean yeah. he grew up with this as his brother and now in the episode what what do you think <laughs> oh Rose says she likes Vetus that's what awesome. she was saying good job Rose <laughs> because like in this episode Aris says like Vetus was like abusive as a kid like I don't know what that means yeah I don't know what that means either like, I wasn't thinking about as that. an older brother like is he is he like hitting him like hard? I don't. We don't know. Like verbally abusive. Yeah. Just like stealing from him. I mean, it's it's obvious he had a bad past. He was in jail, but I I I respect him that he got clean. That he's trying to really redeem himself in his relationship with his brother. Seems like he's kind of owning all of like the damage he's done in the past. So for that, I like him. Okay, great. Um, so I guess let's go. To tribal, unless yeah. there's anything, do we miss anything during the episode pre-tribal? I don't think so. Okay. So I actually don't think this tribal is that exciting. It's very rare that like your first tribal is that exciting. Right. The two things that I do, I did like from tribal, is, and I think you'll see this a lot this season. Jeff intentionally is going to just fish for tears out of people, and he the way he goes for John to be like. Like, John, like, how does it feel knowing your wife is alone on Redemption Island? Oh, that's actually something we didn't talk yeah. about. That, like, yeah. we actually see them on Redemption Island. Rupert does nothing and Candace is doing all the oh, work. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Yes. It's yeah. not that important, but it is funny that... It is funny. Candace is busting her butt, literally doing everything. She's fetching the water. She's boiling it. She's making the beans, making the food, working on the shelter. And Rupert is literally just chilling in the water. But... He's doing it from a strategic he's like, standpoint. I gotta save he's my like, energy. I gotta save my energy. So, no. I do get it. But man, if I was Candace, I'd be, I'd be yeah. annoyed too. That and was then funny. It's funny because then you juxtapose that with Jeff asking John, like, "How does it feel? Like you didn't step up to save yeah. your wife?" And he's like, "It's so hard to think about it." Yeah. I think I made a, made a mistake. Yeah, I know. He's like immediately crying. Um, yeah. Uh, I. I think he probably regretted it at that point, but it's Jeff knows exactly what to ask people to 
get anything out of them. I mean, he has to watch. We talked about this before, but yeah. he has to watch the he's getting notes on so like he knows what to ask, what to ask, what to yeah. bring up during tribal. Because people have mentioned too, like if he's talking to you first at tribal council, it's not great. Not great. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't want to be asked the question like. How do you feel tonight? You're like, oh, I probably shouldn't feel yeah. great. <laughs> Why are you asking me, Jeff? I thought I was uh, uh, in the clear. The other thing that happens at this tribal is Vetus says something that I think is really cool. And he says, he brings up that this season has a dynamic that no other season has. Where obviously the team that loses has to go to tribal and that sucks. Right. But very rarely, if ever... Does the other tribe worry about tribal council that they're not going to? Right. Where this season is like, okay, we win. We don't have to go to tribal. But one of our loved ones is getting voted out. No matter what happens. Possibly. Next challenge, you will see your loved one isn't there. Right. And that sucks. Like, you can celebrate, but your, your biggest ally and your loved one could possibly be voted off. Correct. And that sets you back for the merge, too. Correct. If you get there. But we, I've talked about this a bunch too with um like other seasons that they do something along like even in like I think it was Heroes vs Villains at the merge when like Parvati and Amanda get together it's like oh like these two people have a history together are they now targets right so sometimes it's not a good thing I feel like I should Rose do something no nah, Rose you're good She's given, to say. she's given her feedback on... Yeah, she she watched the episode. Yeah, she did. She's What'd been watching think? all of it. I know. Episodes. You're a big Survivor fan. A good... And for any listeners, Rose is like three months old. Yeah. So... She is absolutely adorable. She's my baby, <laughs> and Frankie is her uncle and godfather. Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm... Me and Rachel are... Oh, yeah. She's my sister-in-law, right? Like, yeah. So, before we recorded this, you came I, over... Yep. And you recorded your podcast with my husband, your brother. Correct. And now we will do our podcast. Yes. So it's all in the family. Tally the votes, another Survivor podcast. Yes. Um, all right. So now it's time to vote. They all get up, and it's a pretty boring vote. Marissa. Right. Yeah, they called it a blindside. I didn't Not think. Not blindside. I think Jeff just likes saying that. He's like, he just loves saying blindside. your first blindside. Yeah. I was like, really? That wasn't. That's setting the bar real low for blindsides. Right. Right. Blindsides are like these big, like, whoa, what? Like, you knew it was one of two people. Right. Not really a blindside. And for Marissa, I think a, a big part of her being voted out was because of the way her uncle uh, responded after the challenge. Like, just kind of... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do think that Jervis' reaction has, like, a huge impact on, yeah, like, Marissa going home. Like, I think if Jervis has no reaction... It could have been different. It, I think it's 100% Katie. Yeah. Like, I don't think they ever even think to send Marissa home. Right. Because, like, Marissa, honestly, is, does nothing in the first episode. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much the episode. Yeah. What I, I also would like to point out how funny it is of how much film they have. What is it, like, B-film? B-roll. B-roll, thank yeah. you. B-roll. They have, like, snakes hissing. Yeah. In every it's a lot episode. of snakes. It's a... Okay, if you really... I don't I think like they could really a, be there. No. No, I'm sure they have to do that. Or maybe they just have, like, a whole... Um, what's the word? Just like, a whole backlog. Yeah, just well, backlog snakes, that they've gone of snakes over birds. the years. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I feel like you could make it, like, a drinking game, a survivor drinking game now, out of that every time you see a snake b-roll so we get through 
episode one. We're at about an hour in length for this episode. I do think going forward, our episodes will probably wind up being anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes. Yeah. Because we won't have, like, the beginning part. Right. But I do want to end each episode as we go forward, because I think it'll be fun, is I want to ask you a couple questions just about the people, and I want to get a top five and a bottom five. Oh, okay. So that your top five are going to be, like, as of right now in this game, from just one episode, who are your... You can you can do it one of two ways. You can go top five just who you like, or top five who you really think is going to win from today. Okay. And I'm gonna write them down and I'm gonna track them as we go. Ooh, all right. Yeah. And we'll okay. see like. Let's see. How accurate we can be. So both tribes, like all. Both together. tribes, all together. Who your top five? Top five. I have to look at the list of people again. Okay, top five. I think. Because I think there's some great characters in this. In this season, and I think some of them are very absent right off the bat. Like, Aris. Like, Aris is pretty... Like, he's not really that vocal in episode one. Even Tyson. Like, even Tyson's not that vocal. No. Um, but I feel like I am going to base this on my my prior knowledge yeah, of them. from absolutely. Because I, I, Aris and Tyson, I have on that list. I feel like they... So you're putting them in the top five? Yes. Okay. Do, yeah. They don't have to be in any order. We'll just no, go... there is no order. Okay, just a blank top five. And I'm doing five. of who I think will do will go far in the game. Okay, so we got Aris. Aris. Tyson. Tyson. Okay, that's two. I think Vetus. Okay, Vetus. Um, I'm also gonna say, who's Colton's? Is it his fiance or boyfriend? It's fiance, Caleb. Caleb. Okay, Caleb. All right, you got one more. One more. And. Laura. And Laura. I like I like the Laura. Laura pick. from Laura not Samoa Rupert's wife. Laura, yeah. Yes, not yes, Rupert's yes. wife. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so you went four guys and one girl. Yeah. I think that's fine. So those are your five. Do you, all right, now I also want to do a bottom five. Bottom Who are you five. like they have no shot, they're not getting pat they're not getting to the merge. This is your predicting who's not <laughs> making the merge. Rupert's wife, Laura. Okay, we got Laura. Um Jervis. Okay. Yeah, if you're going to be swimming like that, your days yeah. are numbered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't even remember the blonde. What's the blonde girl's name? Cat. The, like, the returnee who dates the big brother guy? Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm Cat. I think maybe. I feel like Tyson's girlfriend might go for. I don't feel that way about her. Maybe it's because her name. So, no, not her. Sorry. Yeah. Mm. Who's the Who's the blonde one's boyfriend? Hayden. Who won Big Brother? Yeah. I'm gonna put him. In the so I he's don't... not going. Actually, anywhere. both of them. All right. So Hayden and Cat. <laughs> yeah. And you get room for one more. Room for one more. Room for um, one more bottom Katie. five. Katie. Okay. I thought you were gonna throw Colton out there. Oh, Colton. Yeah, I don't like Colton, but that's fine. That could be my okay. list. Okay, all right. I like it. Yeah. I think it's a pretty good list. I think that's a good first episode. And it's the end of this episode is unlike anything I've seen on Survivor because you don't actually see who's out. She's just going to Redemption Island. Yeah, exactly. Island. Like She's not so out like, of the we game. We don't even know. I thought that Redemption Island, that duel, was going to be part of the first episode. No, they, they, they become the beginning part of the next episode. So episode two will be... Uh, like the duel, and then you get into like the normal episode of Survivor, right? Which is I, cool. Like, I think it's a good it way to start. It is cool, 
It is cool. It's going to be hard for me not to watch the next episode for a whole week. I've never done so that. So here, I'll give you my opinion on what I think I'm going to do. Yeah. I think I'm going to watch the next episode relatively soon. Okay. And then rewatch it with while That's taking a good notes. Idea. That's a good so idea. So I think I'll probably watch the episode twice before each podcast episode. I'll do the same. Okay. Because that's a good, yeah, that's a good plan. All right, and just like that, episode one of Tally the Votes and Other Survivor Podcasts is yeah. in the books. In the books. How do you feel about it? Your first I feel podcast. Good. I feel good. Had some distractions at the end with with a little definitely gross, had a baby, but it's fine. But it's fine. And I was afraid that we wouldn't have anything to talk about. No, we had a bunch to talk. We had about. a bunch to talk about. Yeah. I feel like it went really long, so I feel good about it. Yeah. And I'm excited to watch episode two. All right, awesome. Hash so it out. there it is. Yes, exactly. Survivor Rose, Blood vs. Water, episode one. Blood is thicker than water in the books. Yep. All right, awesome. See you guys next week. See you next week. Tally the votes. It's another survivor.